Hey guys, this is Bonnie C of the Creativepreneur Podcast. Through this podcast, I aim to bring you interviews from some of the most inspiring small-scale entrepreneurs in the creative industry, talking all things photography, fashion, tech, and business. So if you want to gain insight, become inspired, and learn valuable tools to create your dream life, as well as bring your side hustles to life, then this is the podcast for you. In today's podcast, we are talking to Rochelle Fox, who is an amazing influencer and entrepreneur who has built multiple businesses around her love for meditation. In today's ep, we go deep into how to use meditation, mindfulness, manifestation, and the law of attraction in helping your career as a creative. In this ep, Rochelle shares a lot of great points and advice for using these tactics to help further your career and I think it's going to be super beneficial for all creatives to have a listen to and implement some of these tips into their career and working lives as well as their personal life. I know I will be and yeah I really hope you enjoy this episode. Hey Rochelle thanks for joining me on my podcast today. Hello girl how are you? I'm good um yeah feeling good we've already had a bit of a chat before on air which we probably should have recorded but we'll still make this one just as good I promise um but yeah I thought we would get straight into it and I'm just going to start off by asking you to tell us a bit about your journey as to how I guess you have started and gotten to where you are now um yeah in a nutshell just give us your journey For sure. So my name is Rochelle Fox and I'm a meditation teacher um, focusing on meditation, mindfulness and self-love. Before I was doing all this and I started Mindspo, which is our company um, and our community, I was really doing a lot of very different things. I was a DJ, a presenter, a radio host, a wannabe model, an influencer. I was what I'd like to call a slashy. So I was doing all that um, and having a great time. I think back in the day, I just really wanted to be famous, if I'm completely honest. I was a bit of a, a bit Who of a losty. I was, I was like, how can I just do things in media? Um, I'd always just love performing and talking and all that kind of stuff. Um, but in my sort of early 20s, um, mm. I got diagnosed with PTSD, so post-traumatic stress disorder. And I had really bad anxiety and depression. And I was just like kind of a bit of a mess, to be honest. Mm. And I was in this entertainment industry doing my thing and mm. really loving it. But I was just really suffering on the inside. And I would look all good on the outside and and just like rock up to these events and do these things. But in silence, I was just really kind of going through it. And then um, I heard about this incredible thing called meditation. And I got told that basically meditation was working with people that had post-traumatic stress disorder because there's a lot of people that have PTSD um, from going to war and stuff from Afghanistan. Um, And the US Army were teaching people meditation. And there was Mm. all these people that all of a sudden learnt meditation and then they were just like curing themselves of all these different things. They weren't suicidal anymore. They weren't anxious. And I was like, oh, wow, this is interesting. Um, And I watched this YouTube video one day of this guy that was this huge army guy talking about meditation and saying it saved his life. And I was like, I used to think meditation was this woo-woo thing. Mm. So um, I booked myself in. I went and learned how to meditate and it saved my life. And then I basically was just fascinated with it. And I continued my, you know, DJing and um, my presenting. And I was a a radio presenter for Today FM. I used to be the girl in the pit. So like um, I was like the girl, like kind of in the media pit, like trying to grab the little sound bites from the movie stars and stuff at the premieres. Um, And then I would do all these fun events. But then afterwards, I'd be telling everyone about meditation. So I'd be at all these fancy Sydney swanky events with all those people. And I'd just be like, 
everyone would be talking about things and I don't know, just places and just like gossip. And then I'd be like, have you heard about this meditation thing? <laughs> so I was just this crazy girl at all these industry events, just raving about meditation. Um, and I just couldn't stop talking about it because it just had a huge impact on my life. And mm. then I kind of had a little bit of a, um, I'd say early twenties crisis where I was like, I don't like what I'm doing. What, what is my purpose in life? Why am I even doing this? Like, you know, what is the purpose of all these things that I'm doing in media? Like, I don't even know if this is what I want to do. And then I took a mad pivot. I quit my DJing duo mm. and I quit presenting and I quit all those things. I kept the Instagram stuff on the side cause that was bringing in the cash. Yep. Um, and I did a few little DJ gigs here and there, but then I, um, went and learn and learned and I studied meditation and yoga and I became a certified teacher of both um, and I had no idea in the world how I was going to make that work financially I wasn't even mm. thinking about that I was just completely driven by passion I was like I just need to get this meditation thing out to as many people as possible because for me it had saved my life and I just thought there must be people like myself out there that are really yeah. suffering in silence that didn't know that this could really be life-changing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then we created Mindsfo um, and Mindsfo is our company and our community. And we basically have an online meditation school where we teach people all around the world where to meditate. We also now are on retreats in Bali, um, which is we have a thing called the Mindsfo Mansion where we run all our retreats, which is a really cool jungle pad. Um, and we have our self-love retreats there where girls come from all around the world to work on themselves and their personal development. And then we also run a once yearly retreat in Mykonos, which is really cool, which is all about <laughs> manifestation and mindset. Oh, I um, feel like I need to go to that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come to Mykonos. And that's really fun. And yeah, so now we're all about teaching meditation um, to people, making it easy, relatable, cool, fun, um, and just inspiring a new generation and getting it out there to as many people as possible. That's awesome. Um, okay, so two points on that. One I got to jump back to is I feel like I remember I was trying to think back to when I first, I guess, started following you. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I didn't think you were the meditation queen back then. Gosh, and then no. when you said the DJ thing, I'm like, that was it. Yes. I remember you used to be a DJ. And mm -hmm. I'm like, it's so far probably from what, you know, you are now. Mm. But that's what I remember, like, in the beginning following you from. And, okay, I may be wrong, but I don't think I am. Were you repped by, was it... Motor Creative at one point? At one point I did like a few jobs. I'm talking like years and years and years. No, so I never had them as like a, a management, but I did a few gigs with them. We, when we did it our DJing stuff, I we got like lots of corporate gigs through yeah. many different agencies, which is really cool. I yeah. essentially kind of got landed in a really nice neat um, niche when we were doing our DJing stuff. Yeah. Um, I used to DJ um, with my girlfriend back in the day um, and we had like a DJ called Dem Foxes. Um, That's it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm like, it's all coming, it's all coming back. Because like, I knew I'd followed you for years and years and mm. years. And I'm like, I was looking through your Instagram last night, trying to get all the way to the bottom, <laughs> just to like go, where, where, where is this, you know, connection? Where is it from? I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so now I've worked that one out. Mm -hmm. Secondly, so I don't know basically anything about meditation. I'm mm -hmm. probably like your perfect slash terrible blank canvas because I am quite probably messed up in my mind especially with just like having gone through having a baby and mm -hmm. stuff like that as in not messed up as in like you know I don't know how to we all it, have messy like, minds my girl everyone has a messy mind so yeah I've I've seen people who you know have reached I guess higher levels of 
in a piece. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. I'm not a skeptic. I believe it can work, but I just haven't ever learned how to meditate or how to really or seen the benefits of it. Mm-hmm. And from what I've seen, it it looks like you can achieve amazing, you know, mental states and like be really balanced and you know stuff like that. It seems like something I could greatly benefit from. Yes. I have absolutely no idea how to start. Mm-hmm. So maybe I should have a look at your course. But um, that's why I thought it would just be really interesting to have you chat to us today about sort of how I guess we as creatives could use it to bring our, I don't know, clarity to our careers and like get better results and stuff like that. 100%. I don't know. As well as for my personal life. I think I could probably benefit uh, from some meditation stuff. I don't know. I seriously, I'm like, don't know really anything about it. Yeah, amazing. Well, a lot of people that I meet when they find out about Mindsport, they come around our retreats and stuff. They've Mm. never meditated before. They're, you know, fresh to the whole entire practice. And I think that's a beautiful way to be. I think Mm. the thing I always say to people is, you know how you brush your teeth every day, yeah? Mm -hmm. And how how long do you spend brushing your teeth? Like two minutes a day? not that long. Probably not even that long, to be (laughs) honest. But around one (laughs) to two minutes. Come on, I'm like brushing my teeth. She's in one arm. She's grabbing for my toothbrush. I'm literally like brush okay I'm done (laughs) we we, we do we brush our teeth every single day yeah and Mm. it's like when we brush our teeth it's because our teeth are important to us and our dental hygiene is important to us because we all want to have you know fresh clean sparkly teeth and nice breath (laughs) and I think the thing with meditation is I really think meditation is like the toothbrush for the mind that's what we really say mindspo is mindspo is really going in there every single day we teach a 22 minute system and practice which has three steps and it's really about having the toothbrush for the mind assist to be able to go in there clean you know it's sort of kind of clear the clay uh, the cache so to speak mm. as well um, another analogy I always love to use is you know how you have your phone and all the apps are going so maybe you've got your color tone app there yeah. you've got um, <laughs> you've got your self timer you've got your photos that we've been taking selfies you know you've got mm. everything up there your exercise app and then you get to the end of the day and you're like wow my phone battery is like really draining today and yeah. it's because you've got all these apps running in the background on the back of your iPhone yeah right. there's all these apps apps happening and it's kind of like our mind yeah when we have all these different thoughts all these different tasks there's you know feed baby on one side then there's mm. like do the podcast on that side then it's like oh, okay call back my mom oh it's my aunt's birthday buy this we have all these things that are open in our head they're kind of like these programs thoughts are like yeah. programs yeah they're running and they're eating away at our precious life force and our energy and the thing about meditation it's really about sitting down and cl- clearing the cage like going through and observing and seeing all the thoughts and just clearing them so you can get back to to this state of peace and calm and when you do that you're really like recharging the battery just like when you go on your phone and you cancel out all the apps and you just go close 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 and yeah. then all of a sudden the battery lasts longer it's because you've addressed them you've shut them down oh god have i sold you on meditation <laughs> yet <laughs> i'm overwhelmed just thinking i'm like thinking about my own brain in the background and i'm like oh i do have to do that oh i do have to do that and i'm like yeah i think especially now moving forward with just Mm -hmm. how chaotic my life has become. I mean, it was chaotic before I had a baby, but now I just, like, feel like I have zero time. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I guess he said it was only 22 minutes. It doesn't sound too bad. Mm -hmm. Surely I can squeeze 22 minutes in there. But, I mean, 
sometimes I feel like I couldn't even do that. But if you don't have I 22 do minutes, that's like I our full to. system. But you can just start with 10. Yeah. I always say to people, if you if you don't have 10 minutes, you don't have a life. So you can always find 10 minutes. I don't have a life. <laughs> <laughs> you do, girl. You can you can always find um, 10 minutes, I believe. And I think Touché. that's at the end of the day, that's all it really takes just to start. And I yeah. think that the cool thing about meditation is when you start meditating so much changes in you because you just start accessing this kind of like level of calm and this level of peace that you haven't been experiencing for a while and that's like right. such a beautiful thing because it becomes this awareness of like oh wow like I, I actually am this stressed out or I am this anxious or I, I have been overthinking or in this state so much and when we're able to calm ourselves down there becomes this awareness of like oh wow there is a there's another mode there's another way of being mm. and that's like really kind of an incentive to keep going. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think I've got to get onto it. Um, okay, tell us – oh, well, you kind of did tell us what first drew you into meditation mm -hmm. and how you got into it. Um, what about then – okay, so apart from meditation, you've also got the other aspects like law of attraction, mm -hmm. manifesting and stuff like that. Tell us just a little bit more about how that sort of all comes together and I guess how it can benefit um, – you know, people like myself or yeah. and creatives to really make a difference and change and achieve great things. 100%. So Mindspo is really all about the mind. So we mm -hmm. really like to focus on everything to do with manifestation, self-love, mindset, meditation. So all the mental stuff. Um, and for me, I think that, gosh, manifestation is such an incredible thing to yeah. learn and practice um, and to make part of, you know, your awareness moving forward as a creative. At the end of the day, I always say you create your own reality. I create my own reality. Like we weren't gifted the these opportunities that in our lives True. that we have like you're a little hustler in alignment you know making what it is you want to make out of your life doing things mm. the way you want to do it and I think with manifestation specifically it's really about just realizing that we are the creators of our life and taking that power um, and we always say like meditation is such a great way to start because it really become gives you like this awareness over your mind yeah and you start to really allow yourself to just like get rid of that self-doubt because when you meditate and become a meditator, you kind of, I always say, don't be your brain's bitch. That's like one of my taglines. And you learn to just sort of overpower that little negative nagging voice, that voice that's telling you you're not good enough and tearing you down, that voice that is maybe feeding self-doubt. Um, mm. Meditation is a great place to start. And once you start practicing that and you start getting power over that voice and you're able to have awareness that, oh, hang on a second, that that's actually not me. That's my thoughts. Because at the end of the day, thoughts are just things. They're not actually you, yeah? They're just things that pop up. This is something I always say. Thoughts are things. They're like little options that pop up so we have mm. the voice of self-doubt and that's just a voice that's not the truth you know that you can choose to accept that as the truth but yeah. it's just a thought it's just an option and when you meditate you're able to observe that thought you're able to go oh hang on a second ah oh, there's that bitch again telling me that I can't <laughs> do this I'm always like yeah. <laughs> I always I always laugh I quite often talk to myself in my head I'm like ah oh, here she comes here comes self-doubt um, okay. and once you can start to I guess manage and um, master that a little bit mm. um, 
Oh gosh, manifestation's amazing because you can start really thinking like, where do I want to go with this life thing? What do yeah. I want to do? What am I visualizing for myself? You know, what is it that I want to create for my future? Um, so yeah, we're really passionate about all things about the mind. Um, and a really other big massive um, focus for us is self-love, um, specifically with women. Um, I've got a really cool course that just came out, which is called Enough. Um, and it's a digital course really focusing on that I'm not enough story. Yeah. Um, I've been doing these self-love retreats for the last year at the Mindsby Mansion in Bali and by far the biggest story that has come through with all my students all these incredible women that I meet that I'm like oh my gosh like you've got like the world at your fingertips you know what is it that you want to do and they're just filled with this self-doubt and this like I'm not enough story I'm not worthy Um, so yeah self-love is another huge thing that we do where we really focus on getting inside um, you know people's belief systems and rewriting their values and belief systems and letting go of like all those things Mm. that don't serve them you know maybe someone's holding on to something from their childhood that is just kind of shaping their adult reality and making them feel like they're not you know capable or worthy and there can be just one belief like one one specific thing that you're holding on to you know from from your past that can really be holding you back and I call that you know your block so it's really about finding the blocks letting go of them um, you know figuring out what are the behaviors that are reinforcing those blocks Um, and then yeah letting them go and yeah liberating yourself and just kicking life in the ass. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy how many people do have that. Um, Not enough story? Yeah. And the, the imposter syndrome? Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I feel like I've kind of fluked my manifestation powers a lot in mm-hmm. the past, considering especially I don't meditate or really think too much on the spiritual scale. Mm-hmm. I would like to, but... Uh, we'll You've got vision that. though, yeah. But I've always been quite good at... Um, manifesting in a very like not realize I'm doing it mm-hmm. way and I don't think I've suffered too much from that I'm not enough luckily because I just knew that always like I you know can achieve whatever I want as long as I amazing try. like I've just always had in my mind that I wanted to do these things maybe it's just because I'm stubborn I'm not sure um, but yeah it is crazy to see so many people having that sort of self-doubt yeah. and how much it can affect people mm-hmm. um, yeah so that's really awesome to uh, know that you can break it down and sort of break through it because I'm sure there is a lot of creatives, you know, whether they're photographers or mm-hmm. models or, you know, anything in this industry who probably have the same sort of um, doubts. Um, yeah, especially that imposter syndrome. Like I'm sure yeah. there's someone listening right now that probably like looks up to you and what you've created and is like, how can I do that for myself? And mm-hmm. it's just about like realizing that we can and it's just about creating it yeah. in your own way. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. being in alignment with your own goals. Yeah, that's awesome. So what kind of like, if you could give just a couple tips um, for, you know, um, manifesting sort of like success in your career mm-hmm. or, or something like that for a young creative or photographer, whatever it is, what could you just rattle off as some great places to start. Amazing. So the first thing I'd always start when it comes to manifestation is having a really clear vision okay. and really knowing like why you want that. Um, mm. And I always go back to feeling. So mm. with everything in life, I'm always someone tells me, like, oh, I want, I want this in my life. I'm like, well, why? Oh, because I want this. Why? 
because this, why? And mm-hmm. it, when you ask why enough to yourself, so you could do this as a little journaling exercise and, you know, what is it that you want? Back in the day, right, we'll use me as an example. Mm-hmm. If you ask me what I want in my life, I'm like, oh, I want to be, I, I want to be a big radio host. Mm-hmm. And if I said why, I'd be like, oh, because, you know, um, I want to be successful. Why? And I'm like, oh, because um, I want to, you know, be known by people. Oh, interesting. Why? Oh, um, because, you know, that's what success is. Oh, but why? And then it's like, when you when I ask myself why enough questions to that, yeah. I get to the fact and the feeling that I actually just want to be recognized for me personally. And I want to um, put voices and messages and stuff out there I had ideas that I wanted to spread and that was really my drive and I think when we're thinking about manifestation knowing what our core why is beneath like the surface why Mm. that will really give you a really good vision because when I started to realize for me personally what I was actually manifesting was you know getting ideas out there and talking and spreading and speaking and that was really driving me in recognition to like actually get ideas out there that were positive I'm like hang on a second you know being a radio host for this isn't actually what I really want to do it's a really cool job but it doesn't actually fulfill my core why which is really getting you know beautiful stories and messages out there and impacting the world because this is just kind of not aligning with that so I think the first step I would always say is having a vision knowing what the feeling is that you want to create and then it's really about practicing a lot to do with your emotions and feelings when it comes to you know creating success and it's about really getting yourself um sort of faking it till you're making it in a little bit of a way where it's like you start to if you want to feel abundance or you want to feel um, respected then you need to start respecting yourself you need to start getting into that feeling every single day you need to be putting yourself in that mentally and rehearsing that mm. and really drawing that in because a lot of manifestation has to do with feeling that's one thing I would say um, the other thing I would say is get yourself a vision board um, I know that's something that a lot of people hear all the time like cliche vision boards um, <laughs> Um, No, vision boards are incredible because you need to be able to just continually like see, visualize, picture, remind yourself like what is it that you want? And it's about repetition a lot when it comes to manifestation, just really like repeating in your head and and keeping in that alignment. Um, A lot of the time I always suggest to students like having affirmations um, and rituals around manifestation um, are really, really important where you just sort of continually up level your vibration um, and also just having fun feeling good which is something that's so underrated when it comes to manifestation but there's this beautiful quote by um esther hicks which is it feels good to feel good and that is like when we feel good when we feel happy when we feel alignment then we're really manifesting because the law of attraction is really all about like you uh vibe you are attracting what your vibe is right so if you want to be attracting uh, a audience or you want to be calling in those big jobs then you need to be in alignment with that thing that you're calling it in so how can you up level your vibration how can you keep being positive like how can you it's not just about being positive but like how can you get yourself in alignment with that thing um and yeah so it does come a little bit down to the faking it till you make it sort of thing but Mm. it's about pushing yourself outside your comfort zone right yeah Jesus, you've got some good, <laughs> some good answers <laughs> to that question. I'm just sitting here being incredibly motivated as we go along, going, "Oh my God, I'm gonna have to sign up to your course as soon as we're done because I need to make a change." Um, oh, I was gonna ask something about law of attraction on there. Okay, so I mean, just for maybe not really the skeptics out there, but so I mean, you've told us to practice law of attraction. You know, um, everything you've just said, like vision boarding, uh, mm. 
really sort of filling into that affirmations every day. So technically, if you do these things, is the idea that it will just start happening or is it more that like you start then making decisions that align with that? Do you get what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. is it just going to happen magically or will you subtly start? I personally believe in life. There is definitely a little bit of magic to everything. But um, (laughs) at the same time, if you are just, you know, doing the affirmations, but you're not doing, if you're not doing the work in some sense of like, if you're just saying, oh, I'm going to be the fittest person in the world, but you're not actually getting out and doing anything. Yeah. yeah, It's about like, you know, obviously aligning it with action. It it does, of course, you know, it's not manifestation for me when I teach manifestation. Everyone has their different sort of angle on it but I teach a lot to do with like mindset and you know Mm -hmm. taking action as well as also doing all these practices and stuff but I think there's a big I think the thing about manifestation is if you're if you're someone that is just doing the work but you're not visualizing it if you're not like having those spiritual practices or those like mental practices then it's really easy to fall off the bandwagon because you're not really becoming in alignment your thoughts are different to your actions so it's really just aligning both of them and using them together and also just realizing that I think when it comes to manifestation there is (laughs) there's a little bit of luck to everything um you know there are some people out there and just like that will get things and you'll be like, oh, you know, how did they get that? They just weren't in alignment to that. But everything, everyone has their time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think everything happens for a reason. I'm a big believer in that. That's Does that answer true. your question? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so I had a quick question here. So I was going to say, is this what you've always done? But you have told us no. Mm-hmm. Um, but for example, if you hadn't have gone down this road into here, what do you think you would be doing besides this like do you think you would have stayed in the dj route or mm, yeah, interesting be doing i'm actually thinking of starting dj again just for fun actually which would really? be really fun yeah just Sweet. at my self-love retreats just to like put on some tunes and put on like i secretly i just want to like play 90s girlies like <laughs> cheese music with yeah. a bunch of women and dance yeah. around in bali let's be real um <laughs> definitely not becoming the next tiesto or anything like that <laughs> um what would i be doing i've always been someone that really loves speaking um mm-hmm. i've always loved you know getting out di- ideas out there and performance and stuff um i've always been a creative person so yeah. i think i still would be doing something in media and everything maybe yeah. um you know, not in the personal development space potentially. Yeah. I'm so grateful um, for the challenges that I had in my life that led me to here yeah. um, because it's been such a blessing mm-hmm. to really kind of, you know, do what I do now. And I'm so happy that I'm able to combine my talents, I guess, naturally of just like, you know, wanting to speak and get ideas out there and present and, you know, uh, I guess pass on information um, and to be able to do that in a way that really benefits people. Um, gosh, I'm so grateful. I, yeah. I sometimes wake up in the morning and I, I do wake up in the morning most mornings and pinch myself and go like, oh, you're lucky girl. You, <laughs> you did it. You yeah. know, I think um, I always say life has lessons and blessings. And sometimes there's this beautiful quote I have, which is there's a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. So sometimes I, I look at my past and I'm like, wow, there was a big crack and there was yeah. a big, um, I guess, challenge that I went through men- with all my mental stuff and my mental health. But I'm um, so grateful for that. At the end of the day, I look at it like the biggest blessing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you are very a good speaker. Like I'm here being motivated just by you sitting you know, across Aww, the room. You're too um, kind. But I mean, so touching on that a little bit, because uh, I know being confident and a good speaker, especially say you're a photographer is actually quite mm-hmm. important to you know be authoritative you know on set and stuff like that oh yeah is there anything you've kind of like any tips you could give in developing that sort of thing because it's it's hard you mm-hmm. know especially if you're not so much of an extroverted 
person and stuff mm-hmm. like that to really develop good public speaking skills and confidence and like being you know confident in the knowledge you're talking about and stuff so I think at the end of the day, the thing that really motivates me, like I get nervous before things, of course, um, but I always just remember like, you know, what are you doing and why? You know, when you come back to your why and what like, I think sometimes if there's challenging elements of your job, remember the things that like they're your weak, like if you have weaknesses and focus on your strengths, but then use your strengths to be like, okay, well, if I'm going to have to get good at this one thing, I can't avoid it. Like on set, you can't really outsource someone speaking, you know, sending the directions when you're a photographer and stuff. I think it's just really about like, you know, honing that in and realizing that it's not you know, do what you're good at and do it really, really well. Yeah. Um, and then just realize that this is kind of like something that you've got to like overcome and ask yourself, mm-hmm. I think if you're something that you struggle with, why do you struggle with it? Like, what's the actual reason? Um, is it because you're worried what people think of you? Is it because you're, you know, worried that you'll say the wrong thing? Um, you know, usually those sorts of things and people have those confidence issues. I personally find with my students, like if someone has a block there, it's because of a belief system or fear so really like kind of unraveling that's why like for me personal development work is such a beautiful thing because when you find that you're blocked in something in life if there's something that you feel that is you know hard and it's like you know oh my god it freaks me out like Mm. you'll find out why like why does that thing freak you out and you'll Generally, when you do the work, you'll come back and be like, oh, wow, I have some hectic belief system related to my mother told me to shut up when I was little and I never really got over it or, you know, oh, you know, something like that. There'll be something that happened yeah. that has, you know, really made you constrict that part of yourself. And when you can yeah. learn to go into that, address it and then let go of it, yeah, um, yeah then you can create a whole entire, like, at least, from, you know, yeah. have freedom to do it. Yeah, I feel like there's probably so much that people who haven't found meditation and stuff like that have that they don't like myself personally I think I probably have a lot of baggage which Mm -hmm. I don't even know about and is affecting me in fact thinking right now I'm like oh I bet I'm much more like kind of like affected than I realize Mm -hmm. um so yeah it would be good to be able to sort of like notice that and really yeah go into that stuff 100 percent, i guess and that would and really if help. it's motivation like at the end of the day it can be scary i get it yeah. like i always say fear is false evidence appearing real so fear false evidence appearing real <laughs> because it's <laughs> <laughs> but it is fear is like this thing that it's it it seems scary but it's like it's false like when we look at something in the future we unless we've actually you know we've done it like it's in the future we're future tripping we're just like projecting into the future i can't do this saying ah and we're just relying on these past versions of ourselves or this you know evidence that actually isn't there to freak us out about something so it's really about letting go of those fears and realizing that you know we can do anything we put our mind to but yeah it does work to let go of you know belief systems and all that kind of stuff and do that internal work and it's such a rewarding thing man it's just like gosh I've had so many belief systems that I've had to let go of and you know concepts and I've just like been so liberated as a person um and it's just allowed me just to grow and yeah just keep reinventing myself yeah that's amazing <gasps> sounds so inspiring <laughs> um okay would you say just quickly that it would be important for people who are wanting to progress their career and build mm-hmm. their businesses and stuff that having this kind of like um you know, advantage of controlling their mind sort of thing is mm-hmm. is helpful. Like 100%. Have you seen people oh, yeah. sort of like go through this kind of stuff and then, 
you know, achieve. Yeah, something I'm so passionate about and I plan to do a lot more work on personally um, outside of mine's for my own personal brand is this idea of business without burnout because – you know, as an entrepreneur, as a creative, as someone that is, you know, creating their own reality, you know, in that grind, um, there's this whole idea of hustle. Yeah. And we're in the Mm -hmm. hustle. Um, and I'm trying to really, I guess, realign my idea of hustle into alignment. You know, we want to be in alignment with what we want to do, not just hustling, not just like pinning ourselves to the ground. And I think at the end of the day, when you go into a creative industry or you decide to become an entrepreneur, you, you do it out of this idea of freedom. Most yeah. people have this idea of freedom in their head. There's this value. We put a high, a lot of people, I'm not saying everyone, but most people I meet that are entrepreneurs or creatives, they have this real big value on freedom. It's yeah. one of their top pillars of life. Like, I just want to be free. I want to be happy, creative and just be myself and go out there. And that's amazing. But if you haven't, you know, got the mindfulness practices or, you know, the, the calm practices and the meditation and, and that sort of stuff and the yeah. wellness side, integrated into your life then you are probably going to experience burnout and I think it's such a beautiful thing just to have those practices because at the end of the day it's like I've got this new tagline that I keep saying which is like become a chillionaire because (laughs) F all the money in the world if you don't have chill when you get there you know you want to have this at the end of the day like you know we're all doing this to you know get our idea of success whatever Mm -hmm. that is to you but what's the point of getting there unless you're calm and you know at peace when you're there like you know if you get to wherever it is the mountaintop Mm -hmm. if you don't feel good about yourself when you get there if you don't you know feel satisfied then that's the inner work Mm -hmm. and when you can start that inner work now it's like it's such a beautiful thing to to grow with these practices because you can you know at the end of the day cliche again I'm full of cliches um (laughs) (laughs) I'm just gonna put it out there Rochelle the cliche but um you know the journey is the destination it really is people hear that all the time but I I learned this last year 2019 specifically oh my gosh I felt like I got hit with a a brick in my head because I um you know you wouldn't expect me to be someone to experience burnout talking about all these things but I did and that's Mm. why I'm really passionate about that now more so than ever because I'm an entrepreneur running a company about mental health and I pushed myself too much last year with you know what we did in Bali and the project and the level of it and doing things overseas um and I really really learned that oh my gosh like I all this success or whatever I was getting to I got there but I had really sort of let go of a few you know fundamental things that really bring me peace and happiness I was still doing Mm. my meditation mindfulness and that but I wasn't I really let go of friendships in terms I wasn't focusing on my social life and um, I really kind of ended 2019 being like oh do I do I have any friends (laughs) because I was ignoring all their calls for the last year because I was so focused on the mission so I think it's such a beautiful thing to you know realize that the journey is the destination and not to wait till you get to wherever it is like it is now now is it at the end of the day like this moment right now this is your life like this is like it life is just one eternal moment so you want to feel when you have a feeling it's only ever in the now yeah so you want to start feeling good now and like extending that feeling of feeling good feeling that peace feeling that ease feeling that sense of just like rest and rejuvenation Mm. I feel like it's so much easier said than done 100%. in the reality of like because you know you've gone through mm-hmm. this process and you're let's say at the enlightened stage and me I have not not enlightened <laughs> but I'm like just for the for sake of this example yeah, so I got you you're a, a lot more progressed in you know the uh, mental health and like 
meditation and all of that, all of that. And I, let's say, haven't started any, mm-hmm. so I'm probably stuck right down at the bottom. Um, and myself or someone else similar who's, you know, let's say they haven't achieved sort of any levels of success mm-hmm. and they're, uh, we'll just say a photographer because I can relate to it, and they're really sort of on that grind to get to even working for themselves, mm-hmm. like getting enough income and stuff, it seems... Probably, I mean, yes, they would be working towards burnout, but I don't know. It just seems so hard to fathom uh, taking, I guess, the relaxed approach because most people would be yeah, like, "Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I can chill when I get there, but mm-hmm. I haven't got there yet." Like, it's it's hard to kind of conceptualize. A hundred percent. I I think at the end of the day, like, where is there? Because I always say, like, there is now at the yeah. end of the day. Because it's like if we're always waiting to get there, yeah. then we're going to just you, – you're <laughs> going to miss out on the whole entire moment. The thing I would just True. say is life – it's not about becoming a Zen master and going and sitting in a cave in Bali and meditating for, <laughs> you know, the next year and coming out and having enlightened experience. No. <laughs> I think it's just about – it comes down to the habits, yeah? It comes mm. down to your daily routines and your habits. And I really think that – it's about asking yourself like what practices or what systems do I have in place to just keep this thing working and creative? Because the best thing, one of the best things about meditation is it is incredible for creatives. It is so incredible because at the end of the day, we'll all, I think you'll agree with me, there's a lot of noise in Mm -hmm. this industry, in this space, in this world right now, whether it's social media or just competition or whatever it is, there's a lot of noise. And when there's so much noise going on, not only in the external world, but your internal world, because at the end of the day, your inner world, like what you think on the inside, that creates your outer world. Your inner world always creates your outer world. So what you're experiencing on the outside is always a reflection of what's actually going on on the inside. And if you are just experiencing this chaos and this noise, you're not able to actually be creative. So I think at the end of the day, it's about realizing that meditation isn't just about like, you know, having this chill lifestyle and whatever. It's actually about like helping you achieve, you know, a goal of yours and a mission, which Mm. is if you're a new day, if you're a creative, Mm. it's about having the space to have those ideas. One of the biggest challenges for me these days as a creative and an entrepreneur and a very, you know, obviously enthusiastic meditator (laughs) um, is, oh my gosh, I come up with the best ideas when I'm meditating. And it's like, I just laugh at myself. Like the other day I had like a laughing fit with my partner, Chris, because I was just like, oh my gosh, like idea. Like I just, oh, like why does this always happen? And it's actually, there's a reason why it happens because when you allow your mind to get to a more calm, more restful state, these there's all these things that it wants to 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 think about and to come up it's like oh I had this concept that I wanted to share with you but you've been so busy stressing about x y and z and this and that and this person that like I just didn't want to think and then this idea comes when you're in this state of meditation um Mm. and that's a beautiful thing and you also just start to experience just like more space in between your thoughts so I would say um Find a motivating factor of why you would like to meditate. And if you're a creative, then if you want to be more creative and you want to have better ideas um, and be more original as well, Mm -hmm. meditation is a beautiful way to do that because it's going inwards. It's going inside your mind. The best thing about meditation is it's not, if you're looking for inspo, it's not sitting on Pinterest or Instagram looking at everyone else's work and seeing how we can imitate them. Don't imitate someone else. Like become your own person. How do you do that? Well, you go in. (laughs) <laughs> you, you, you you don't go out, yeah? If you yeah. want to become original, 
you go in that that's how that's, that's where your originality is your yeah. originality isn't outside yourself yeah. and that's one of the things i always say to girls that come and they're like i'm just trying to be you know how can i'm like if you want to be successful and you want to be original like girl you got to go in because like everything else is out there you need to ignore the noise you need to go yeah. inside you you need to think of your own ideas stop looking for it outside of yourself the answer's inside you always but especially with creative stuff yeah because it's like this is your you there is no one in the world that thinks the way you think there's no one in the world that takes photos the way that you take photos and yeah. directs things there, there isn't there simply isn't and that's an so internal true. thing it's not an external thing you can't you know someone listening to this podcast like you know you can take all this information of all the amazing podcast episodes you're going to do with all these creatives mm-hmm. but it's not about going on their instagrams and then like copying their poses and doing exactly what they did no 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 you go do you and you go do that do the inner work to do you and learn how yeah. to like be your own best friend like I would say, like, you know, don't be your brain's bitch. Become your brain's bestie. Like, learn how to be your brain's bestie. Learn how to hang out with yourself. Yeah. That's so much easier when you, like, actually get along with yourself, like, in, with your head. Because when you <laughs> when you haven't been able just to be by yourself without your phone, on Instagram, Pinterest, whatever it is you're going on, then yeah. it's, it, like, that can feel like hell. And meditation is a way to yeah. really just, like, you know, learn to be your bestie. Everyone should be their own best friend. 100%. Because it's all they got, really, mm-hmm. when you think about it. Okay, so we're going to talk a bit more about your business now. Mm-hmm. We may as well get into that. Um, so can you just let us know a little bit of insight into the back end of your business? Mm-hmm. Like what, for example, it takes to create an online course and mm-hmm. how you've done that or putting on a retreat? Like just, yeah, give yeah. us a little insight into... Amazing. So Mindspo um, is an online company. So we're basically Mm -hmm. um, the Mindspo side of things is all online, all digital. So we have an online course. We have our Mindspo meditation course, um, which is a course that will teach you how to meditate with our three part system. And we've got like a meditation challenge in there as well. um, And that's like one element. And then we have a self love course. um, And that's really kind of just like what Mindspo is. We also have like a bunch of bonuses and stuff like, um, like freebies, for example, if anyone wants to get an introduction to meditation we've got a meditation and mindfulness masterclass which is totally free it's an introduction video course um but making those courses and getting those out there actually a really cool um story my meditation course that we just redid mm-hmm. um the mindspo one the <laughs> the whole thing was filmed on the brand new iphone Yes. Believe it or oh not. Oh my God. I have a BTS vlog, which I'm working on now, which I filmed on the new iPhone. Yeah. It's so good. And I think so many people when it comes to online course creation yeah. have this like, you know, I, I had it back in the day. Oh my God. The first ever Mindspo course that we made, um, yeah. we actually produced it in Queensland, um, in Coolangatta when I was living here um, three years ago. And... Oh, I, we had a rig. We made a, a teleprompter, like a, like a custom wow. at-home teleprompter. We had the lights. We were filming at 2 o'clock in the morning because we were living in an apartment block and we didn't want it to be loud. We'd bought, bought ferns, like the whole entire shebang. I went all out. Um, and I really stressed myself out with the equipment. And I think when it comes to an online course, um, you've got to remember it's really about the message. I think if yeah. anyone wants to put an online course out there, it's, yeah, obviously quality is important. But mm. just start and realize, you know, what is it that you actually you're trying to get out there like you make the make it more about the material more mm-hmm. than like the technical side of things um and yeah the latest course was all filmed on an iphone um mm-hmm. and that was like 
amazing. Um, yeah. As well as the Enough course that was all filmed. Actually, I lie. It was the Enough course that was filmed on an iPhone. The mm. last one, the meditation course was filmed on a Canon, but I would have filmed it on the iPhone if I had it. Um, yeah. But it was just, I think that's one big thing um, that I will always say to anyone wanting to, you know, get, you know, a course or anything out there, like just get out of the the comparison bubble when it comes to, you know, oh, but this person's got a studio, this person's got that. You know, do the best with what you have, invest it whatever you can, but don't like, don't stop because of the equipment, you know, don't like hold yourself back from that. Yeah, because I think that that's something Absolutely. that people do all the time. You know, if you want to be a photographer, like go out and start shooting on your iPhone. Like, mm. you know, just don't, don't hold yourself back because at the end of the end of the day, that is part of your story. You know, if you're finding all the reasons, oh, I can't do this, like, oh, what's actually coming from? It's not because you can't, it's because you've got a story that you can't. Yeah. No. It's all a story that you're telling yourself. Um, so that's yeah. one thing um, when it comes to retreats. So mm-hmm. we've got Minds for Retreats. Um, yeah, wow, that's been a huge, <laughs> that's been probably my biggest lesson. Um, so we're based yeah. in Bali. Um, we have like an official business, all legal in Bali. We work there on, um, you know, working permits and everything. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, that's been an incredibly challenging beautiful um diverse um maybe like having a baby i'm gonna liken really? <laughs> Are you sure? i always i always say to everyone that i that, think you'll find uh, but for me it really was i really think i always joke that all the mothers are rolling their eyes and listening to this and be like this girl knows nothing um who <laughs> wait um i always joke to everyone that the mindsway mansion um was really my child that i gave birth to uh, mm-hmm. we've actually got a really fun um youtube it might i don't know if it'll be up by the time this podcast maybe because people will be listening whenever but i have a youtube channel rochelle fox mm-hmm. on youtube and we're creating a uh we have a series that we <clears throat> made a few years ago called i create my own reality mm-hmm. which was kind of like a entrepreneur's vlog thing yeah. um and we essentially filmed the whole entire process of setting up our business in bali Really? Long story short, we renovated. Wait, um, so they're not out yet? Those no, it's not out. It's going to be out very oh, soon. You but we should. That would be awesome. Yeah, just got to film it. But um, just the, the talking part. But yeah. we filmed all the renovating. So long story short, we actually found a semi-abandoned um, huge villa, like jungle villa in Bali. And we essentially renovated it, invested in it, crowdfunded the whole entire thing um, and made it the home of Mindsbury Retreats. And we filmed that whole entire process. Wow. We're starting that up again and just showing out. I guess our journey of like you know getting Mindspo out there and you know doing what we do and yeah it's been a really fun journey I would say that the biggest challenge with that has just been um for me personally energy management um Mm. retreats are very energy intensive um and the work I do on my retreats is you know very full-on it's uh, women that are coming you know to work on their self-love and that for me has been um as I always tell my students I am not your guru yeah I'm just a, a guide on this whole entire thing um and you know you already have the answers but that's been something I've really learned doing a lot of in person work as well as the digital balancing that digital element of having you know thousands of students all around the world signing up to online programs and doing our courses and then having 16 women arrive you know every few weeks ready for an intensive retreat and learning how to balance that completely different as well oh my gosh yeah and I um yeah I wasn't I wasn't prepared for that (laughs) so when I got into the retreats and the amount that we did I was like oh wow yeah. Oh, wow, Rosh. Because, I mean, uh, setting up the course, you do the initial workload, mm. but then essentially, besides promoting it... So it's the, the maintenance like it and... Its, yeah, yeah, it's it just little bits of maintenance. It does itself, but then the... The retreats would be a completely different. I guess it's like 
you know, for myself or a photographer, like I ran a workshop, mm. um, an in-person one, which would be similar to the retreats. Mm. Um, and I want to film a course, but I haven't finished one yet because mm-hmm. I've been making plenty of excuses, like having a baby yeah. and not having, a, you know, a good enough camera to film it on. Just kidding. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I can relate to that, like, completely different kettle of fish and, you know, everything that goes into it 100%. and a lot more. Yeah, retreats are really cool though. I think if you're um if you're someone you've got to like ask yourself, you know, who are you and what do you want to do? And I think um if you're someone that is really wants to have that person to person contact in your business, um Yeah, that's amazing. Um and, you know, it's just about asking, you know, who you are and how you want to run your business. So I've learned a lot this year because I kind of feel like I've now done the whole scope, you know, um, which has been really beautiful because now I'm in a stage where I can ask myself, um, all right, how much do I want to do of this and of that? Um, because there's no point, as I always say, like there's no point doing what you love if you're, you know, kind of wrecking yourself in the process. Mm. So, yeah, that's been a really beautiful lesson and yeah, mm. like journey that we've been on. Yeah, definitely. Um, back to just a little bit of business question about mm-hmm. the courses. Um, so what do you, like, what platform do you host that on? I'm Great question. Curious. So we've um, just started using Teachable, which okay. I really recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, so Teachable is essentially kind of like, I, I, would you call it a third party? It's like a, yeah. it's like a platform. Hosting. Yeah, they're like a hosting platform. platform. Yeah. And um, we chose them because they have a really good affiliate model as well. Um, one okay. of the ways that for me, for example, one of my like life goals and missions, I feel like meditation is to get it out to as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, really fortunate to have a little bit of an audience on Instagram and yeah. um, know some really amazing creatives um, and influencers and stuff. So we chose Teachable because we really wanted to, you know, empower other people that we're passionate about what we're doing. Um, I'm really fortunate to have a lot of creatives that and influencers that want to support our mission with mental health um, mm-hmm. and to get you know more people meditating and their audience asking. So we really loved the fact that Teachable had a really great affiliate program. Right. So yes. I could then essentially bring them on um, and give them you know percentages um, of you know whatever they make and however uh, many meditation people they get to meditate. Yeah. And that's been super cool. Um, We've done it our, our last meditation course. We had out done ourselves. Um, I'm I'm not the girl that loves the back end. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, the back end of um, the word the old meditation WordPress site was like I would oh, look was at it. On it. WordPress? Oh yeah, oh. I, w- I would look at it and I go, <gasps> okay, mm, and I'd, yeah. I'd sit down and. Um, I would like to say I sat down and meditate and then fo- um, faced it, um, f- face on, but no, I sat down and bought my, uh, poured myself what I would say is a extra large glass of red wine. Yeah. <laughs> it was just more like a double glass of red wine and go, okay. And then I would talk to my tech guy and just have mini breakdowns of like, oh my God, I just don't understand how to do this code. So yeah. I love Teachable. Um, yeah. Really recommend um, for anyone wanting to do an online course to look at things like Teachable and stuff. Yeah. I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs and creatives can have what I call superhero syndrome where we want to do it all um mm-hmm. I'm really learning I'm at this point in my business where I'm like outsource everything if right. someone can do it as 80% as good as me then mm-hmm. I outsource it these days which is you know been scary for um mm-hmm. cash management flow all that sort of fun stuff um because you know we we're in this thing where like outsource everything but at the same time I think um I've been sort of asking myself what is it that I want to do and what am I good at yeah. and um I want to do more stuff like this so really yeah, just burnout, right? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and just doing what I what I love about the business, um, yeah. you know, and what I'm passionate about and, you know, not getting stuck in the sticky stuff that could, you know, end up – it takes me five hours, but it takes someone else an hour. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just 
I think outsourcing and getting people out there is really good. And don't be afraid to ask for help. Man, I think a lot of entrepreneurs, um, you know, there's beautiful things like Upwork out there. You know, there's all these different I was communities. About to say, how do you find your the people you outsource to? Upwork. So yeah. my man is kind of like um, my man. So I have a, a fiance now. I've been with him for nine years, and he um, helps me with Mindspo, and he's, uh, you know, the co-founder of Mindspo, and does yeah. it all with me. Um, and he's. Honestly, I, I swear that boy is on Upwork all the time. Like he's the guy behind the scenes. Yeah, he's the guy like um, helping us find everyone. But yeah, that's a, a beautiful one, I would say, for anyone that wants to get things out there. And just like getting out of that superhero syndrome. At the end of the day, yeah. you know, I read, um, I had this beautiful quote that I heard the other day, which is, you know, you can't scale your business until you scale yourself. And I read that and I was like, oh, damn, like in order to... I want to get more people to meditate. Like that's the core of like my, my yeah. passion, my business. I want more people out there meditating. So I, I need to find more people that can do what I do um, and not the thing that I love, which is, you know, being the face, getting out there, talking, communicating, teaching in person. But I need to find more people to like do the stuff that, like I said, I need a double glass of red wine to yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> I need people doing that stuff. Yeah. And they love that. I think it's yeah. so beautiful to hire people that, like love doing what they love and that's so exciting as well as an entrepreneur um just like having people that are like oh my god I'm so excited to be you know I'll hire someone that's in tech but they're like wow I'm I'm loving working for a conscious business like I really and I I love that I I love I love growing the Mindspo fam yeah yeah so how what's your sort of like um main method of marketing your course and growing sort of like all the people who join it is it all through instagram do you mm-hmm. use other avenues so we've got we obviously i do we on instagram so mm-hmm. um we're at mindspo on instagram mm-hmm. um and we're always sharing lots of positive stuff on there um it's funny i'm not a huge um i had a few friends say this to me like i don't sell a lot on instagram yeah. I'm, I'm not a mad i'm also i i don't feel comfortable like plugging like mm. yeah I'm not a salesperson even though I guess sometimes yeah. you kind of have to do I it. should plug meditation yeah. more um, <laughs> on Instagram and mine's been more but so in terms of you know getting the word out there definitely Instagram but mm. um we're just you know getting into webinars and stuff um mm. and doing that um which is really exciting as well as you know YouTube um you know we have mm. a mine's YouTube channel which we get things out through um and I think for us it's just been you know in word of mouth influencer marketing um as well we did a influencer retreat um at Mindspo oh, yeah, okay. so we hi- um hired no we invited a bunch of influencers that were technically basically all my friends which was yeah. really cool <laughs> um and we did a self-love retreat and they all shared the experience yeah. organically um actually something epic I'd love to share these where the Mindspo mansion over the next I think from May to August is going to be an influencer house. So we're essentially, oh. I'm going to be in Europe um, because we're doing our uh, Mykonos retreat. Um, mm. But essentially the Mindspin Mansion is going to be open for influencer collaborations um, where Very essentially cool. you can go and stay um, and just, you know, learn meditation um, through a presentation. And then, yeah, you can just kind of like how an influencer would collaborate um, with a hotel, um, mm. you know, tagging. They'll, you know, come stay at the Mindspay Mansion and focus on their mental health. And that's something I'm really passionate about because I've always 
felt one of the best ways that I feel blessed to be able to get meditation out there is I've got a beautiful network of people and I've sort of, you know, back in the day, I don't know how it happened, but, you know, had a little bit of an Instagram following and it's been so nice to be able to, you know, connect with all these really rad humans that are influencers and creatives that are doing really cool things. And then to be able to, you know, hear their stories of, you know, they're going through similar things that I was going through. um, And then to be able to have Mindspo to really help those people, like that's been so beautiful to get it out there. So yeah, that's a really big um, guerrilla marketing technique that we're going to be doing. And I'm so excited about that because if I can get influencers to Bali and, you know, sit down and get them to learn how to meditate and stay at our jungle mansion, um, you know, it's going to, you know, obviously grow our brand organically, but also just like get more people meditating and get more young people meditating, which is what I'm really all about. Is that one of those crazy ideas that came to you whilst you were mid meditation? (laughs) hundred percent. No joke. Literally. (laughs) Because it's clever. It's funny. I'm talking about it. It was always been the goal, like with this house that we've got, that we always wanted to make it an influencer house. Um, Mm. Like long term, we were like, okay, we really want to get more influencers and more creatives like in that space meditating. I want to just make meditation cool. I want meditation to be, you know, as common as brushing your teeth um, and to make it simple and how I teach meditation um, and how Mindspo is it's really not about religion it's not you know attached to anything we teach it as like a mental practice um mm-hmm. and obviously if you you know learn meditation you can yeah attach your meditation to whatever you want it to be you can go very spiritual with meditation as well but what we teach is kind of you know it's not attached to anything specific Mm -hmm. which is really cool because I think a lot of people um you know we we have had a lot of people have resistance to learning because they're like I'm Muslim or I'm Christian or I'm this or I'm that or this doesn't align with my beliefs and then Mm -hmm. they learn they're like oh wow you're not teaching me to you know bow to any guru I'm like no but if you want to do that girl you go like it's that's a beautiful thing so yeah really excited about that guerrilla marketing technique um yeah so definitely your brand's been built organically Mm. yeah yeah um do you have any sort of tips for you know because instagram's a completely different beast now Mm -hmm. to what it used to be like it used to be really easy to have organic growth Mm -hmm. um through there and i feel like now it's a lot harder but you know i see you on your stories every day and Mm -hmm. i feel like that's probably a good technique to sort of keep engagement up and being genuine and stuff. But do you have any tips for what you found works works on Instagram? 100%. I think something that I'm always reminding everyone when it comes to Instagram or growing a following is if it's a personal brand is be relatable. Um, Drop this idea of perfection and trying to having to be perfect all the time. Like humans are humans. They want to see you be humans. You're marketing to humans, not perfect humans. Yeah. Like we're not like there isn't a a rare race of alien that is called uh, the perfect human that you're marketing (laughs) to. No, they're all flawed. We all shit out everything. Like we all smell like, you know, there's just, you know, at the end of the day, like, the everyone has all these commonalities that I feel sometimes are so glossed out with on mm. Instagram um, and just being open and honest and vulnerable but not to the point that you feel like you have to be vulnerable with everything um, mm-hmm. you know just being vulnerable to the point where you feel comfortable um, I don't think you always have to air your dirty laundry on Instagram I think that you know keep it classy yeah. um, and be a good storyteller um, Instagram and brands is you know, being relatable and being a good storyteller, telling good stories. I think humans connect through stories. And I think that a lot of people don't, you know, realize that and give away information. Like it's not just about making the sale. Like how can you make someone's life better? I always ask myself um, with my stories is a little note that I have. It's like, how can I, how can I give these people some value today? Like how can I, you know, whether it's, you know, sharing something that has challenged me and sort of, you know, 
giving them like hope or giving them an insight into my life in mm. some ways on my personal platform or like you know yesterday on Instagram I was talking about blue zones and you know this which is a way of eating that I'm really fascinated by which is all about longevity and just like thinking of little ways that you can you know give people insight and knowledge um, and yeah make their life more interesting because especially if you're looking to you know promote something on Instagram people are gonna go to people that they feel inform them that mm. you know and you're gonna feel better for it like I I get some of the most beautiful messages from people being like, oh, wow, like that tip you gave me about this or that affirmation or that idea, that really helped. And yeah. I feel like sometimes people with selling, selling, I sometimes watch some people on Instagram and they they don't give until they, they're trying to get from you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and then it's, it's just like, okay, cool, you gave me this information. It's because you want me to buy it. So I think it's yeah. beautiful just to, you know, just do things like for example like you know you did that with your amazing filters like you know you can use your like an example of your filters and start getting that aesthetic that your brand yeah. is all about yeah. through just like a free instagram filter that you can yeah. put on your stories mm -hmm. um and that's epic that's like a way of like you know giving to your audience and like mm -hmm. you know putting your brand out there so that's something and also consistency i think really helps yeah. um and batching if you can batch mm -hmm. batch photographing batch working i'm getting way more into that yeah. I love I love batch working. When I when I can, I do it. And it's like sometimes I like batch shoot things or it just like takes the so takes it's the all done. Yeah, it just takes the kind of the stress out of it and you can be more creative. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if you create if you're on Instagram, it's like your chances are you're there because you want to be creative. So you don't wanna make it feel like it's a job. Like go back to like why you did it and find a way to do it in a way that like you can love it again. Yeah. And which is so watch batching's amazing because you're like, okay, like when I do batch work, I'm like, today I'm gonna film or today I'm gonna shoot and I'm gonna do nothing other than shoot. So like yeah. I'm like I'm gonna pre I'm gonna wake up in the morning, I'm gonna have a story pre filmed from the day before that I'm just gonna chuck them all up and they're done. Mm -hmm. And then I'm gonna turn my shit off, I'm gonna listen to my you know Taylor Swift album all day or my rare album all day I'm gonna pump it I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna just like shoot all my content and then it's done and yeah. then I'm gonna schedule it yeah yeah definitely I actually had someone pop a little question on and they wanted to know what gear you use uh for your feed I'm gonna get the question right now okay no you know all those spam comments which are now coming through in the yeah. question thing I'm like oh I have 17 questions oh no I don't they're just someone's like Hello, do you want to try my juice detox <laughs> program? Welcome to our account. Juice and... Ch oh, my goodness. Anyway, um, so we had a question saying, um, amazing, how does she always have good lighting? What camera and lens is she using? Ooh. So on your feed, give just, us some info into what you use. I've just been shooting with the iPhone. The iPhone, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> I am. Just a brand new iPhone. Um, I will say that sometimes when I film my stories um, back at home, if I batch film, sometimes I do chuck on my ring light, um, mm -hmm. which I just love. I just mm -hmm. love, I love good lighting. I'm a sucker yeah. for good lighting. Of course. Yeah, I think um, sometimes I look- a lot of difference actually. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's not even that, like aesthetically, I'm just someone that like, so funny sometimes teaching self-love and stuff I've like debated with the idea of taking all filters off everything and just like you know not being someone that filters my photos I don't edit my body or anything but like yeah. I've ha had the in my head I'm like maybe I should just like not have a filter on anything okay. I aesthetically love yeah filters, I think filters and are okay I mean retouching is very different yeah filtering. but a lot of people these days are like doing like no you know a lot of people in my industry are doing like no filter anytime right. I I'm a sucker I'm always I just love the Me asset too, I'm so, yeah, <laughs> I know I'm yeah, talking to the thing. I'm talking to the girl that gets it with that yeah. for me I love like I love lots I love you give yeah. it to me like I'm the girl buying the preset packs like yeah. you know I'm just I'm I'm all 
all about that. I'm yeah. always checking out the new apps and that sort of stuff. Because um, yeah. I, I love, as, as I'm a creative at the end of the day. Um, yeah. I love making things look beautiful. Um, so yeah, I probably pay a little bit of attention to my lighting. Um, but yeah, I just used my iPhone. Um, and then yeah, to shoot these days, just the iPhone. You know, my boyfriend, um, my fiance now, mm-hmm. he obviously, you know, shoots my content when I need him to he's so funny he's just did like a protest he's like that's it the cannon's done you got the iphone really he's like no nope, that's done I'm I'm done I'm not carrying around the camera anymore we're doing everything on the I iphone know. so I didn't have a choice it's pretty great and I mean especially for Instagram it perfectly shoots the content that yeah goes best mm-hmm. on there anyway mm-hmm. like usually that will perform better than a professional image unless you're putting forward you know yourself as a professional yeah. photographer um so yeah i mean the new iphone's camera is yeah the less barriers you have to creativity the better and i think the more that you can get over like the idea of having to be perfect these days with instagram it's like you know you you one photo in a feed and yes make it stand out but you know don't i think it's just a beautiful thing just to be able to be adaptable um you know if you you know if you can shoot on an iphone shoot on an iphone absolutely unless of course you're doing photography and then that's your thing (laughs) and then go with all the fancy lenses but that's not me um and so do you normally edit through lightroom on your laptop or do you do it on your phone i do favorite apps yeah not you having to say color tone no i'm sure it's up there but (laughs) definitely (laughs) not fishing definitely is i do a lot of stuff on my phone um but i do used to use lightroom all the time back in the day i was using lightroom now i've been using a lot more on my phone i find it like easy and And if you're using if you're taking the photo on your phone it makes sense to just keep it there 100 percent, especially when i got this new um new iphone i love it um but yeah i think for me i when i used to shoot with the camera i always used to be on lightroom mm-hmm. and i still like if i do shoot in the camera oh my god i love going into lightroom and yeah. just like playing with all the things and Fun. just like uh, my thing is always when you take a photo and then you make different versions of the photo oh yeah <laughs> i'm a libra so um oh, i'm naturally indecisive <laughs> and then i used to oh, i used to go through this so thing where i have like five of the same like look and i'd show it to my partner and he would just look at me and he'd be like this needs to stop and i'm like but which one which do one? you like? <laughs> like, stop itching and moaning. Tell me which one you like. And he yeah. would just out of protest not tell me. <laughs> oh, that would be frustrating. Yeah, as a Libra, you get me. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So now it's all on your phone. Do you have any favorite apps? Once again, not fishing, but tell me what you use. I do you use Color Tone? Um, do you use Tezza sometimes? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, played around with, oh, I use Film, um, Zoe's app. Um, color, like, color Story, have fil- like for stories, a Film, F L. I think it's got a double M or something, but Zoe who? <coughs> um, Zoe Sug. Oh my god! I yeah, don't know. like you know, so from Zoella and stuff. She has an app that I love. Oh, um, I will have to get that. Yeah, that. it's really good um, yeah. for videos. I love that for videos. Okay. Um, but yeah, but basically, my film stories. I don't generally like edit them that much. Yeah. Um, especially these days now that we have You've all got these the IG filters. The IG filters. Oh wow! Like that's just changed everything. Completely changed the game. I'm surprised that. My app's still making any money after that came out, to be honest, because literally when people wanted to get that aesthetic before they had to go through an app. Yeah. And, you know, we were one of the first to, you know, have that readily kind of available cool filters Mm. video. And now that they're all available just, you know, in the app, I'm like, God damn you, Instagram. (laughs) But I've had to just try and let that go and just be like... Surrender. Yes. I've had to surrender to many, you know, creative things. 100%. 100%. You know, this industry, so you've just got to let it go. A lot of people, you know, like if someone copies your work or mm-hmm. something, yeah, you've just got to <sighs> let it go. 
<laughs> meditate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to get into meditation now. Yeah. I, I'm actually going to because I think it will help me a lot with my personal life as well and mm-hmm. being a mum and just juggling the whole new balance. Um, I was thinking because before we started recording, we were talking about yourself possibly one day becoming a mother mm-hmm. and I think you with how well put together your mind is I think you'll actually be fine oh like, so sweet <laughs> no but like I suffered but I had no um way of helping myself if you know what I mean like mm-hmm. uh, I like even my partner told me to meditate like because mm. he has meditated and loves meditation and used to do it a lot and he's like you need to meditate I'm like bitch I do not have time yeah are you kidding me like she could wake up any second you know I just I didn't really help myself I just dug into my own like depths of despair mm. kind of thing so I think that you will probably be able to avoid that or at least know yeah. how to get meditation's just another tool in the toolbox I think at yeah. the end of the day like we've got to just you know life is have a toolbox yet. yeah well, <laughs> girl I have I given you a toolbox <laughs> yeah and you've got your first tool it's meditation <laughs> the mindspo method um <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just think meditation is a beautiful place to start. It's also if you're interested in personal development, spirituality, self-love, manifestation, any of this stuff, meditation is just like such a beautiful building block. Um, and it's such, I think, a gift that you can give to yourself and, you know, give to others around you. Because at the end of the day, like your, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe. And if you can, you know, give yourself the gift of meditation and the gift of, you know, just like working on yourself you know, mentally every single day and clearing that cage, like that's going to have a ripple effect with the rest of your life. And yeah. that's that's what's so cool about meditation. Like for me, it has improved all my relationships tenfold. Um, and not only my relationships with other people, but at the end of the day, my relationship with myself. And it, that's like the most important thing. Yeah. I can confidently now say I love myself. And that's not because I look in the mirror and I'm like, damn, Rosh, you're good. Look good. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that that's nice. But it's for me, it's like my self-love journey has been always like yeah I've struggled with things you know body image and stuff like you know I think most women do at some point but I really really freaking hated myself mentally for a while like Mm. I hated my brain I really hated the way I thought I hated my mind I just like I was my own worst enemy and meditations taught me you know how to love myself like from you know the inside out and that's Mm. been that's been like a huge gift that has had such a ripple and rollover effect in my life and I'm so grateful for that yeah I feel like in my own mind, I've just kind of surrendered to my own flaws sort of thing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's just the way I am. I honestly, you know, if I have any, you know, I've been told, everyone gets told things about them that mm. maybe they don't say this a nice way or this, mm-hmm. you know, when they're angry, let's say. Um, and, yeah, I've kind of just surrendered to it. I'm like, I don't know how to change it. I honestly don't know if I can. I'm like, this is just who I am. And, you know, I'm okay with that, but it would be nice to... I guess find something that I could yeah try and 100% fix a couple things just a little bit <laughs> yeah tinker tinker yeah, just a little bit in there <laughs> maybe make some small improvements for the sanity of myself and others 100%. so yeah I think definitely I will be motivated to finally give it a go I think this mm. has been my catalyst amazing time. I'm so happy to hear that yeah definitely All right. Well, I think we might wrap it up there because we've been talking for an hour and 10 minutes, basically. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's actually so nice to sit down and have a conversation like with someone. Podcasts are normally done like on the phone or something. So it's been so cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. See ya. 
So guys, that was my episode with Rochelle Fox. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I definitely learned a few very helpful tips from her and will be learning how to meditate myself to see if it will make a difference in my career and my personal life. So I'm super excited for this app and hope you loved it. If you did and you would love to leave me a positive review on Apple Podcasts, that would be fantastic. And once again, as always, if you have any questions for myself or Rochelle about this episode or anything else for or business related you can go ahead and leave me a voicemail on my anchor fm page and i will answer it in a future podcast thanks guys enjoy